<coughs> okay, let's talk about it. Welcome, 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 welcome back. <laughs> if this is your first time, welcome to Virally Unfiltered, a spiritual baddie podcast with I, your host, Nikki C. Tell you all the tips and tricks in real life story times on how I manifested my dream life and how you can go ahead and manifest yours. Guys, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Oh, okay. Real quick. We're going to hit you with a w- weekly recap. We are here because you can obviously tell by clicking on this episode that it is a biracial baddie episode. So I'm here with one of my biracial baddie guests. So we're going to go ahead and introduce her in a second, but let's go ahead and get into the weekly recap. Okay. Last week I talked to you guys about my spiritual journey, being an atheist and going all the way to what I call a spiritual Christian. So make sure you go ahead and tap into that episode because we are going to be hitting a lot of spiritual content in the upcoming weeks. One, one, one on the motherfucking counts. You already know. Okay. And let's see. So last week was the spiritual journey episode (coughs) and then monthly goals, monthly goals that we are working on are growing the content you guys already know i am trying to become a full-time motherfucking influencer and content content creator and podcaster but that is the goal also we are in our january fasting so if you didn't know from the spiritual journey episode i am currently when you hear this fasting for the whole month of january so i'm doing 21 days of fasting and prayer Woo! be a lot y'all be a lot And then also continuing to be a walking girly. If you don't know, you should know. I have a walking spiritual baddie playlist. I've been on my three, I'm trying to hit between three to four miles for an hour. So I'm trying to get anywhere between three to four miles done in an hour. So that way when I'm on hikes, I can kind of be like, okay, I walked for an hour. I know that I average about four miles in an hour. So my goal is to get down to like five hour walks and 14 mile walks. That's the goal. One day. There's this girl named Clark that I follow on TikTok. And she lives in New York in downtown Manhattan. And she walks like 15 miles every single day. Like dead ass. And like vlogs it. And I'm like, bitch. She literally says she's like, yeah, I can't even bring my like AirPods because they won't last that long. So she has to have like wired headphones. Dead ass. I'll send you her. She's so cute. She... She a black baddie. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Current obsession currently. Ooh. Um, Drake. I've been listening to so much Drake lately. And I usually love Drake, but I've just been like in my Aubrey Drake era. <laughs> like I'm just in my Drake era right now. Like can't tell me shit. I think I'm the cutest one in the club. Like, As you I'm light-skinned, but I'm still a dog, mega, eh, kind of era. <laughs> and I've really also been like, ooh, I've been teeter-tottering going back into country. I've really been in a country girly era, and I'm like, ooh, I need to go back home. I need to go back home to sticks. Um, life events. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. Black <laughs> History Month is coming up, so just getting ready to kind of go with that but nothing super crazy has kind of popped off this week um when you guys actually hear this because i'm pre-recording this episode actually i had just stayed at a five-star resort so definitely go ahead and check that out on my tiktok and on my instagram so that is going to be really fun too so stay tuned for that i've really been enjoying like my little five-star experiences lately trying to find the perks in the nine to five 
So that is the intro and the weekly recap. We are going to go ahead and I'm just going to jump in and introduce our guests. They, this is their second time that they've actually been on Biracially Unfiltered. The first time we kind of did a biracial baddie bonus episode, mm -hmm. see how you guys liked it and you guys responded very, very well to it. So I wanted to bring her back on and it is hey. the one and only very Miss Kasia Moore. That's it. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back, Miss Keisha. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be back. Happy, I've been I've been feeding to come back. Yeah, have another chat. Ooh, it'd be okay. fun. It'd be fun to be you. Right. Okay. So for you guys who don't know who Keisha is, you should probably go back and listen to that little fun bonus episode. But give us obviously your name is Keisha. Yes. But what is your Instagram handle? Your age, zodiac sign, and what makes you you here on Be You? We want to be unfiltered as fuck. So what makes you you? Okay. Um, well, I'm 24. My Instagram, I'm pretty sure is, I, I think I did this last time. I think it's hello underscore Kasia um, for, for Instagram. And what makes me me? Oof. Um, I'd say being a little silly goose. <laughs> that makes me me. And yeah. Being a silly goose. Being a little silly goose. <laughs> I love that. And you're a Leo. Oh, yeah. I'm a Leo. And you're a Leo. Mm -hmm. Love that. I'm Ooh. on the cusp. Leo Virgo. Ooh, Last see. day of Leo. Ooh. So you cusp a revolution. Or not cusp, but you're a cusp baby. Yeah. Ooh. See, we're about to actually talk about zodiac signs and how to figure out your big three. And we're going to talk about cusp kids as well. And I have a little surprise for you guys for the zodiac edition. So make sure you stay tuned for our zodiac episode. That's going to be a Ooh, lot of I'm fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, so as you, I just choked on my own fucking saliva. It's okay. Oh, as you guys can tell by the episode, we are talking mothers of different colors, and um, I'm not a mom, and well, no. I'm a cat mom. I'm a cat mom. I have three little kitty cats, but besides that, I am not a mom. So me neither. And Kasia's not a mom. So what are we talking about? We are talking about our moms. So since this is a biracial baddie episode it's kind of obvious that we both have moms of different colors mothers of different colors mm -hmm. ah, see what i did there y'all saw what i did there <laughs> so what we kind of want to bring down is what experiences that we both had that were different mm -hmm. because i grew up with a white mom and white culture did not have any introduction to what would be quote-unquote american society black culture um and that and that was pretty much it like i Grew up with casseroles my entire life. Oof. <laughs> Girl. What kind? Have you ever had a tater tot casserole? I have had tater tot casserole. And yeah, it's just like tater tots and like some ground beef and okay. cheese. Yeah. Was that the same as yours? Pretty much. Yeah. Same gist, yeah. Mm. Okay. Love tater tot casserole. Yes. You need to put some ketchup on that shit? <laughs> there is some person in there that's just like, what the fuck? Huh? <laughs> or like, have you ever had it with like mashed potatoes and then like some ground beef and like corn and like green beans yeah like a almost like cheese. a shepherd's pie type deal kind of like a yeah bootleg shepherd's, bootleg pie. shepherd's pie yeah, yeah. that's I what i grew up that, with but... or did you ever have like we're getting so off topic but like the pork chops that you like shake in a bag like shake and bake my dad made shake, shake and, bake. and bake yeah i used to like, oh my god my mom's never made shake and bake but dad yes and your dad was white? Yes. Yep. Okay, so we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. So the first topic that we're going to kind of dissect and talk about was just the experience. So shake and bake, shit like that. Um, <laughs> my mom was white, and I feel like 
I feel like I would had very, I don't want to say very strict parents, but I would say I had very, I don't want to say easygoing either, because when I say easygoing, I feel like it's the, yeah, stay out till midnight, we don't care, kind yeah. of parents, like, no, like, my dad was, my dad is Caucasian, um, but he looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter, and he was a Marine, so he was a very scary man. Is that stepdad? Yes, that's my stepdad. stepdad. I've never met my real dad. Okay. Um, so I had the fear of God put into me by this man. Marine? Marine. Okay. Like, like six foot. Ooh, when he yelled at you, it was scary. I feel like military parent. Yeah. But I feel like if I had a non-military parent, it would have been very different because I did not have that same fear towards my mom. Like if my mom really tried to like the times that my mom tried to step to me or like we would fight, I was like, Michelle, I swear to fucking God, I'll put you through this wall. Like, there was a moment where I realized I could take my mom, but I would really hurt her. Mm. And I was like, if I actually hit you, I'm going to hurt you. No, I've never been in a fight with my mom. What? Never. That's crazy. Like, she's yeah. obviously, like, scolded me like when I was little. But since, like, I want to say maybe, even in middle school, there was a few moments, you know, where she kind of had to check me. But it was never, like, we're fighting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a couple times. Me and my mom have, like, gone toe-to-toe. My no. dad's had to be... And my dad was the one that was like, you better break that shit the fuck up. Oh, yeah, no. Pissed. See, I feel like I was... Just had a, already had, like, a base level of fear of my mom. Not even, like... Also, too, like, respect. And we kind of had a relationship where... Like, I would kind of challenge her on certain things, but if it was no, I'm not going to tell you again... Okay. You don't have to tell me again. I'm so, done. No, did you ever do the, like, I'm just going to ask my dad? It's hard because my parents were never together. I've never oh, lived, lived in, like, under same, the, the same house, house with the, both of them. Wow, it's always crazy. been split split homes. So, wow. and, and different states, too. So when oh, I was so, with yeah. a parent, it was that parent was in charge. So right. in charge. Right. You know, certain things, like. Oh, so was I want ever... a piercing or I want a tattoo. Obviously, they would go back and forth, but they were pretty much on the same page about a lot of things. They co-parented very well, really well. Nice. As See? far as I remember, obviously they were rocky when I was younger, like I was still a baby, you know, trying, to... mm-hmm. and they were teenagers. So, but since I can remember, they have always been very, they've been friends, cordial. Yeah, I love her. Shout out Jamie. Yeah, Jamie for the vlog. We love her. Uh, okay, so then what was school like for you? Because school for me, like, I, my parents never told me that teachers were going to be racist. I always, like, just grew up thinking it was just me. And that, I'm going to tell you, don't do that to your mixed kid. Do not fucking yeah. do that to your mixed kid. Because the internalized, like, oh, it's, something's always wrong with me. It's always my fault. Mm. Was so hard for me to go through. Mm-hmm. Because I was. Specifically in school? In school, in work all that stuff because I never had the somebody like really like sit me down or even come to the like logical conclusion of like no like they're gonna be racist you have to work harder because you are black because you are mixed they're gonna look at you automatically like you're lazy Autom- like that society never, never had that talk really uh-uh. oh gosh, yeah I had to have that talk when I got older mm-hmm. and I was like oh wow no I do see it yeah it is different mm-hmm. Like, even, like, sometimes, like, in my job, in my 9 to 5, I can see, like, certain people, I'm like, 
Yeah. If you were dark skinned, you would gone. Yeah. Gone already. I know it. And it's just like like with your hair. Yeah. With your hair. That pisses me off so bad because I'm like, no, like that's just like the unfair double standard. For context, the place that we work at the call center you have to it has to be like natural hair colors natural hairstyles if your hair is dyed it has to be like in a natural way and you can't have like multicolored hair so like if you have an ombre where it goes from like dark to light or light to dark that's not acceptable because it's not what your hair can naturally do right and if you have highlights it can't be like blocky chunky highlights they have to like blend nice like low lights like very natural so i had like my front money pieces of my hair, like the front pieces of my hair were blonde. By the time that I started working where we work, they had grown out a lot. So just the tips of the front pieces of my hair, very small piece of my hair was blonde. First day of work, I was immediately told, like basically I need to dye my hair like before my actual shifts start. So I did that. Come a few months later, a girl is hired. Love her though, love her. Nothing wrong with her, just the workplace. but. She was hired with the same hairstyle that I had, but like long, like ten from the times, room, like, right? Yeah. Right. She worked there for a good five, six months with yeah, that hairstyle. Nothing. No. Then there is a manager that also works there that has her hair like that. A manager who is in front of people on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, just a little. And like I think that's a little double up. standards. <clears throat> So, like, okay, so that situation, so how did you, like, do you ever feel in, like, situations like that, like, like, what, the, like, the double standard, like, do you see it? Because for I the do, longest time, I thought it was just me. I was like, well, maybe they just don't like me. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Agreed, same. And I became a huge people pleaser because And I think there's a guilt, too, because I am a lighter complexion. It's, like, I don't want to... Because I know people that are darker than me have experienced way worse. Light I privilege guilt. Right. I Ooh, don't, I that's don't, a different episode it's we like, can talk about. It's like that's my real. problem of someone telling me I need to dye my hair is very minuscule, minuscule in what a lot of people of color that are darker than me experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this because it's it could be worse. Experience, though. That's your I, experience. I think that's the way my, my brain thinks of it. Cause mm-hmm. I'm, and I think because of like experiences that people have experienced that are worse than that is why I think you know maybe it's not because it's maybe it's just maybe it is just me maybe they just don't like me maybe it has nothing to do with my skin but I don't just think me. it yeah. is no and like that's the shit that pisses me off yeah because I'm like well then what is it what right. is it about me because I'm doing the job of two of these people I'm working like and why is it okay when they do it but it's a problem that I'm doing it it's the microaggression for me. Mm-hmm. It's literally the micro-racism for me. Because, like, don't think you're going to be slick about it just because I'm light-skinned. Because I'm going to check you like I'm black, black. Mm-hmm. The fuck? But, yeah. So. But, no, in school, I never had that moment where I was, like, like, my dad, like, he was just, like, you're going to have to work harder, Nicole. You're going to have to work harder than all your friends. And, Loki, I just thought it was because we were poor. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, never, I never had that talk. It was mainly... They just wanted that from me, just as a person, as mm-hmm. being in school, just wanting me to succeed in school. It was more so, you need to work hard because you just need to. It doesn't have anything to do with what you look like. But we never had that talk. And I never felt like I experienced anything from my teachers. Like, looking back, I feel like I had good relationships with all the teachers that I remember, See, for the most part. 
See, there was only one teacher <clears throat> that was definitely outwardly racist to mm -hmm. me. But as a kid, I didn't know it. And they were just very much like, like, I remember they were like, well, at least in the city of Chicago, there's sidewalks for you to walk on. And I was just like, hmm? I'm like, so, like, I was a girl. I don't even know what that means. Like, what? Like, basically just like being like, oh, well, at least you won't get hit if you walk through the street. Like, at least, like, now you can walk on the same side of the like. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> and my thing is, like, I was in middle school. I was in middle school, and you were a grown-ass adult. Right. Working at a school. Try, that's the thing, like, teachers that are like that, like, what do you gain out of trying to bully? A student. A child. Children. A child. And I'm just like, ooh. But no, I think about it. Like, there was this one time that um, this fight broke out. This dude had just moved here from Chicago. His family had relocated him. And now, looking back on it, it's crazy. Because I'm like, damn, they're really just trying to move you out here, like, out mm -hmm. of the city. Yeah. They're trying to get you out of this shit. And I was one of four black kids in my school. And they considered me black. And I was like, like, some one day, some one of the kids was like, Hey, Nikki, do you know what finna means? And I didn't know what it meant. I dead ass did not know what it meant. And I was like, why the fuck are you gonna ask me that? We live next door to each other. Yeah. Like, we're, like it's not like you see me going to the city, coming back in fresh Jordan. Like, I don't yeah. live that, like, half and half life. See, I feel like all the schools that I went to were pretty diverse. Like, really? It wasn't see, like... that's crazy. When the schools I went to here in Colorado, mainly white, but there were still black students. At least, like, in every class that I was in. Um, That's crazy. Really? Same for high school. Yeah, high school is really... My high school is very diverse. It, again, uh, there's a lot of white kids, but there it did have a... Have a... Majority of them are black as well. So you had black and white friends growing up? Yes. That's crazy. I only like, my white main... Friends. My groups and... My friend groups at school usually were white girls, from what I remember. <laughs> white girls. White girls. <laughs> white girls. Um... But, like, my day one since birth, she's black. And mm -hmm, her, mom, yeah. her mom is black. So And she's full. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, so I had her. And then I, in middle school when I lived in Vegas, I, in seventh, because I went to a different school every year of my mm -hmm, life up hard. until high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In middle school, though, seventh grade, I went to, it, it was pretty much like an all black school majority Damn. yeah okay so how was that for you then it was fine you I didn't felt like feel any misplacement or anything like that i did a little bit in the beginning just because i uh, but i felt like that way at every school because it was always a new school like new kid kind right. of thing okay um but at that school it was a lot of like everyone was like you talk white like you talk like a white girl you Never act like a white girl, but they just told me I, t I spoke like a white girl. and I Which, was okay, I am so tired of that. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just going to be unfiltered as fuck. Talking educated does not mean that you're talking white. Thank you. That is just proper fucking English, mm -hmm. and I understand that there has been a cultural and a sociological and a class right. tear, and that's why our education system is slacking so fucking hard. Yeah. Like, I understand that. But I am so tired of people making fun of other people and making them want to... Like, there's literally flashcards to teach you Ebonics. Yeah. 
I'm like, what the fuck? <clears throat> like, people want to speak broken English. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I mean, look at TikTok. Look at the... The black scent is real. Wait, what? You've never... Black scent? Black accent? Like... You've never like, like I get term? No. Black scent. It's a thing. All the white girls that are on there acting like they're... Talking like they're from the hood and all that. Black scent. It's when... <sighs> It's when you don't naturally speak like that. It's when you turn that on when you're around certain people. Mm. But if I like, do you talk to your mom like that, or are you talking like that because you're on the internet in front of thousands yeah. of people? That part though. That part though. Yep. Damn, that's so hard. Because my thing is like, because I get it for the internet. I get it for the internet. I'm like, no, nah, that's a turn off because you're just doing it for the clout. But like, I feel like when you get around certain people, we all do it. In the aspect of, like, code switching. Yes. It's like, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I Same think thing. when you do it for the internet, it's, like, mm, it's and not code switching. That's why it's they not, call it's them different. out. That's yeah. why they call them out. Because it's, like, you don't talk to your friends like that. When you're at work, you don't talk like that. You're just doing it to try to appeal to people mm-hmm. on the internet. And that's what it's, that's what it boils down to. Jenny, stop. <laughs> Susan, stop. <laughs> Jessica, knock it off. Okay. Becky, shut up. No, because you need to stop calling me sis. You need to stop calling me sis Sis. if you are sour cream white. Period. Because there's (laughs) no part of us that are sis. Even the side of me that sunburns like a bitch. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No. Y'all be reaching. Y'all be reaching a little bit too far with that. And also, I just, like, I can't call another, like, BIPOC queen. I can't. Not the like, white girls have just hate like in a no, not in a serious. Hey queen. Only ironically, oh, no. like not to like. Yes, <laughs> I'll say it if I'm joking. Like I'm not. Jo- I no, like, like I feel like I'm, I'm not gonna be like hey queen, right? And I'm not gonna be serious, like 100 so serious about it. <sighs> yes, slay queen, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother topic too, because that goes into I feel like straight people taking stuff from the queer community too oh stop you need to but come that's back. a whole nother topic you have to come back in june when yeah. we do lgbt month yeah we we can talk about yeah that, but we'd be spilling the tea during lgbt right. okay so we kind of talked about school and everything like that what about like what was your punishment like what was punishment like for you because punishment from a white mom um she would definitely yell a lot. Like, there was definitely a lot of yelling and cursing in my house. Um, and there was death. Like, my mom once, like, broke a wooden spoon over my butt and then continued to go and grab a hairbrush. Oh, damn. To continue to hit me. Oh, sh. And I'm like, I think that was child abuse. Like, I think, like, once you went to go get another thing. Yeah. That just, it just wasn't working for you anymore. I'm like, no, nah, that's where, that was the Honestly, gray line. I, this is a hot topic, too, but I think, I just don't agree with you don't sh- you shouldn't hit your kids putting your hands on a- on your kid for punishment no dead ass i think if i ever have kids i'm very much going to be gentle parenting mm-hmm. approach but punishment for me um i did get spankings here and there as a kid it was always just her hand it was never she never used anything else on me and i can probably count on like one hand how many times like she actually hit no okay cuz that's crazy cuz i have so like my like some of my black friends they'll be like no my mom used to tell me to go fucking pick a willow branch out and that's what i got beat with yep like my friend that i just was just talking about my that since like childhood her mom (laughs) 
would go in on her hanger, belt, shoe, whatever was near her, she would grab. Lamp. <laughs> Literally, whatever was near her, she would grab it, she would hit her with it. My mom was never like that. She was, it was always her hand, but it was like I, we kind of talked about it. Like I just, I never, it never really needed to get to that point. Mm -hmm. I would challenge her when I was younger. Like she would spank me and I'd be like, that didn't hurt. And then oh. she'd be like, you, you want me to make it hurt? You want me to yeah. give you something that'll hurt? And then I'd be like, no. And then that was it, you know? Um, and then, like, getting older, like, through middle school, we had, you know, arguments here and there, but, again, like, it was never, it was never really like that. Like, I think I was maybe grounded once or twice, maybe, but I was, I was a cool, chill kid, yeah. I just did stuff on the internet they didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the difference. I didn't have I internet sneaky. growing up. Mm. I didn't have internet really. <sighs> um, yeah, I had like I had my until own like what? Mm. No, we didn't even have house internet. Mm. Like we didn't have a computer mm. in my house until like I was a freshman in high school. Mm. So that's like 2012. Yeah, I asked for my own laptop in middle school. No, never. And I got one. And then we didn't have internet hooked up to that until mm. I was like. A sophomore dang okay so I like anytime I wanted the computer anytime I wanted to go on Facebook any of that I had to go to the library damn okay mm -hmm. like my parents <laughs> were the ones that were like especially my dad he was like if I like had a phone and the only reason I had a phone was because I was in sports only reason I got a phone and I didn't get a phone until <clears throat> eighth grade seventh grade eighth grade my and I had phone... to like put it up I could mm. only use it when I was at school. Really? And then, like, at night, I had to, like, put it up, like, in the family room. Like, I couldn't yeah. have it, like, with me at night. I couldn't... None of that late-night texting that y'all were doing, yeah. I was not a part of it. So I felt very, like, isolated mm -hmm. from that group. So, like, I was in the huge era of yeah. social media, but I really wasn't. I got my first phone in elementary school, but it was... Like, I was... Damn, that's crazy. Because I saw everybody, like, having mm -hmm. those... My family, we couldn't afford it. That's really what it was. It was those, I mean, don't get me, it was very cheap. It's like, I think the pay-as-you-go kind of, like, they put, they put minutes on it. <laughs> I didn't have any minutes on my phone, so um, don't use up your minutes. But I think okay, you paid for, like, 500 texts or something that you could send. Because we, do you remember, because we're pretty close in age. Yeah. Um. Do you remember when it was, like, no minutes used after 9 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> And then as soon as nine hits, you're on that. Oh, yeah. On it. And then, or now we have rollover minutes. <laughs> or you can share your minutes. Oh, I didn't have the share minutes. Yeah, Damn. the family shared minutes. But yeah, I got a phone. I think it was Some fourth, of these kids ain't know nothing about that shit. I think it was fourth grade. Fourth or fifth grade because... Don't text me after nine. I'm pretty sure... It, well, it was because, like, my parents didn't live in the same state. So they mm -hmm. wanted me able to... Be able to that call, makes sense, call yeah. my grandparents, whatever. But it was just like a flip phone, whatever. The and then not T nine texting. Yes, literally. there's some people that yeah. don't even know. You have to click the button three times. Three times. Or, yep. I I L U girl. Mm -hmm. One four three. That meant shit back then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a phone. Um, it didn't really have restrictions on it a whole lot. Stop it. You could text while looking at like making eye contact. Ooh. Yeah. You were good mm -hmm. and do the mm -hmm. pocket. Just flip it back. Ooh, that yeah. turned me on. I'm not going to lie. If you could text while looking at me like dead eye contact, not even like break it and then flip it. I don't think I was that good. Ooh, 
I knew some people that were that good. I'm like, I know you got bitches. I know you got bitches. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That used to turn me on when I was younger. Little Nikki. 10-year-old Nikki. 12-year-old oh Nikki getting wet for some 17-year-old. No. <laughs> Let's be real. He was like 25. Oh, my God. On Uvu. Remember Omegle? Yep. <laughs> R.I.P. They took it down, finally. Really? Yep. There was too many dicks on there, man. Yeah. I think I don't think it exists anymore. Just recently, like this past month. Wow. They took that's it down. Crazy. See, the only reason I knew about Omegle though was because, like I said, I went to my friends' houses. Yeah. I didn't even have a webcam. Mine's because I had my laptop. See, that's what I'm saying. Like See, I was thankful that I got crazy. it, but I was doing shit on it that I shouldn't have been talking to grown ass men on the internet. See, on honestly, Omegle. my parents, my parents were like way too strict. Like they, that would never have been even been a thing for me to have my own laptop. I think because I was good. <coughs> They, I think if I would have been, been like more dedicated in school. See, I got good grades. I didn't talk back. I didn't argue. Same. So it was kind of like they kind of let me. I still had rules. Like my you mom, were one of those easy kids though. Yeah, like, you were like one of yeah. And I, I was an friend, only. I, I had friends only like kid. you. Yeah. Yep, they were like only kids, mm-hmm. and they like did really good. They were either in band or like some student council bullshit and they got good grades and their parents leave them alone. I was like, why are your parents so cool? They just like, they just let you chill. It's funny because I actually saw this TikTok recently and it was like the older sibling that the parents are always like, I never had to worry about you. You were always so well behaved and it's like linked to like childhood trauma. (laughs) And I'm like, we're not going to talk about that. Okay, so talking about um, trauma, Let's talk about how our moms cared about us. (laughs) So we're going to hit some little surface level questions and then we'll dive into some deeper stuff. But okay, so hair care. So if you don't know, Cage will be rocking a straight girl. Mm -hmm. She's a straight girl with her hair at least. Mm. Um, (laughs) Not all the time. I have only seen you like once with curly hair. That is so not true. It is. I have straightened my hair like five times since Brittany has Broadmoor. When I started... I'm going to edit that out. When I... No. no. Oh. <laughs> the call center. The call Shit. I've only shared my hair... How many times at the call center? At the call center, um, only five times since being at the call center. When I first started, it was straight. And then... But honestly, like, the past few months, it's been curly. You just don't... Can't It'd tell, be wavy. it's always in a ponytail. See, I want you to do a real curly girl routine. I want to see your hair, like, curly. It's because I have heat damage. Oh, we're gonna fix it. Which is also why I'm like, well, fuck it. I might as well straighten it. No, it I get that. Right curly. No, I get that. Because it's the awkward, like... Because do you relax, too? No. I've no. never relaxed. You've never relaxed? Nope. Wow. My mom never... She was like, that's one thing you'll never do is put a relaxer on your hair. Oh, okay, so let's talk about it. Because that's hair care. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you grew up with a black mom and she said no to relaxer. No to relaxer. I grew up with a white mom. And she was putting just for me yeah. up in my hair. And then I remember it was the olive oil shit. Yeah. And I remember I used to have the worst burn in the back of my neck. Like, it would be a scab. My mom did and relaxers, but she told me she'll never do that on my hair because it'll never be, the, like, the curls will never, never be the same. It'll never be the same. same. Yep. Nope, it isn't. And I have baby pictures. Mm-hmm. My curls were so nice and soft. No, they all fucking jacked up now. But at that point, I was, because I, I put bleach in my hair She never let times. me bleach my, I didn't bleach my hair until, I think, high school when I got highlights. And it was very minimal. Mm-hmm. Damn, so you basically almost have virgin hair. Like, semi-virgin hair. Not now. Oh, not now. Not now. No. Because I did my front blonde. I've, I've uh, dyed the back, like, everything else. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. No, not anymore. 
damn that's crazy though because sometimes i do i look at the people who have never done anything to their hair and i'm like Whoa. yeah wow mm -hmm. like to see someone with virgin hair is almost as amazing as seeing like a gold star in the lgbt community you don't know what a gold star is. I was just saying, I don't think let I know me, what a gold oh, star is. Okay, let me inform you of what a gold star is. Oh, I is that someone that's only... Only been never... with girls. Okay. They have never been with the opposite sex, so okay. if it is a girl, they've only been with girls. They have never been 32, 32 on the count. They've never been with a boy. Gold star. Okay. That's what it's like when someone I see when they're like, yeah, I have virgin hair. I've never done anything, yeah. I'm like, wow. it's like a It's like a hairstylist wet dream, too. Dead ass. Yes, it is. I'll let you know. <laughs> So that's crazy. But yeah, no okay, relaxers. So no relaxers. So did you do protective styles when you were younger? Um, yes. Yeah, so when I lived with my mom, because it was pretty much like a year on, a year off. Okay. One year with my mom, one year with my dad. That's what I, they let me choose, but I felt like I wanted it to be equal. I didn't want them to feel like I had more time with one parent and not the other. So I oh, went back and forth. Karen. And so when I was with my mom, it was, she pretty much did, she, she hooked me up with some cute style. She would do like, like two ponytails, braids, whatever. She always did different stuff. And then like, if I would go, cause for the summers, I would go with my grandparents mm. on my dad's side. So they're my white grandparents. Okay. Um, so anytime I would go spend the summer with them, she would give me like individuals or like box braids mm -hmm. for the summer. So like, cause she was like, I don't want your hair looking crazy while you're there with them. <laughs> so, um. Did you feel pressure that. to like maintain your hair when you were with your dad's with your dad's parents? As a kid, no. No. As a kid, I I don't think I gave a fuck what I looked like. Um, and like when I lived with my dad, he was cute. He did a very he did he, he a tried. very strong effort doing my hair every morning. He would put like cartoons on, sit me in front of the TV, Aww. and he would. It was only <laughs> ever two ponytails or one. That was the only styles that he could do. But he did them. Oh, he tried. He tried. He that. did them. So I feel like when I was with both parents, I was well taken care of. I mean, with my mom, she just knew more about mm -hmm. my hair she and how that, to do yeah, it. How to do it, yeah. But my dad, he he did really well. For then, when did you start doing your own hair? Fifth grade. Oh wow. When I lived with, I lived with him in fifth grade. I remember like stages of my life, <laughs> by what grade I was in. <laughs> but um, fifth grade is I did my own hair when I lived with my dad, and then middle school my little brother was born so I moved back out to Vegas and that was the first year I didn't go back that was the first time I didn't go back and forth when I was in middle school I stayed with my mom all three years because I wanted to be part of my brother's life and then she ended up having the twins the year after that but whatever um so middle school I think I did my own hair too for the most part she like kind of showed me how to do it and I would do it during in the morning but anytime I wanted it straight, she would straighten it for me. Okay, because that was my next question. When yes. did you start straightening your hair? Middle school is when I was like, I want white girl hair. I want my hair to be straight. I want Mimi. Okay, when was the first time? Because I want to talk about it too. Because a lot of like, I feel like biracial girls, sometimes it's easier for us to hide our hair. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's easier for us to be white passing yeah. too. Of, oh, I thought you were just tan. Right? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like Mexican. Me I get that so often. Mexican? That is Puerto Rican. all I got I get, growing like, up. Are you Puerto Rican? Mm -hmm. like, people thought I was, yeah, people always asked if I was Mexican growing yeah, up. I was like, no. Or just what are you? It was either, what are, what you? are you or are you Mexican? Those were yeah. the only two things I got. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> or are you adopted? <laughs> I had this fear anytime I was out with my white side of my family that they would, people think, would think that they adopted me. 
So I would like go out of my way to address whoever I was with, like grandma or dad. And then it wasn't until I got older that I realized kids that are adopted also do that. <laughs> they also call their dad, dad, or their grandma, but grandma. But no, I get it, because there's this, like, internal, like, no, where it's like, no, I need you to know that I'm with these people. Right, this is my grandma. This is <laughs> like, my don't dad. fuck with me. Right. <laughs> I'm part of them. <laughs> no, dad has to, sometimes they'll look at you and be like, oh, is this, is she with, like, there's, yeah. like, a weird look that they give them. Right. And it's like, this is my daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Did I miss something? Right. <coughs> but yeah, so I started... But then my mom got to a certain point where... I think she, she would straighten my hair here and there when I was younger, like for pictures or whatever, mm-hmm. like special occasions. But I think in middle school, when I very first moved back out there, she wanted to straighten it to see how long my hair was, like how long uh, it's yeah, grown. Yeah, the test. Yeah. And then at that point, I was like, ooh, I could just have my hair like this all the time. So then it just like kind of clicked to me, like I just want my hair straight. But obviously she got tired of doing it all the time and she didn't want heat on my hair all the time. So she was like, if you want your hair straight, you're going to have to learn how to do it yourself. And then high school, I moved back out here for high school with my dad. And I've been here since then. So then I had to learn how to straighten it myself. And in the beginning, I had like the puffy roots. Girl, if I straight my hair now, like, <laughs> yo. Because I didn't... <coughs> Let's see I used to straighten my hair for holidays because mm-hmm. I would go to my white, like yeah. my white family, my only family. Um, <laughs> they're all white. The whites. Oh, the whites. So I'd go over to the Krakus, so the Ritz family, and I felt like I had to straighten my hair because, like, no, like I remember one time I went in with braids and it would like they just stared, like it was like really yeah, because they've never seen it. Like, ever since I was younger, my mom was putting relaxer in my hair. I've always been straightening oh, my yeah. hair. Um, I have never had box <laughs> braids before. I have never had, um, like, the cute little, like, go-to, like, pigtails with the two-strand twist. That was not me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was running around, like, my mom did not know what to you do never, Did you ever have the little bobbles? Your little bubbles? Yes, but I'm going to tell you they did not look like the clean way that they're supposed to. Like, my mom didn't know a jam one. Like, there was no jam in my house. There no was no... style. Damn. No. Like, it was water mm-hmm. and conditioner. Like, mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And my mom tried so hard. Like, I remember one time she took me to Ulta Beauty mm-hmm. to get my hair cut. You told me this story. I cried. Yeah. I cried, and I literally told the lady that she did a horrible job, and I hated it. Good. And my mom was like, I'm too nice. that's so rude. How could you say that? And I get it because like, it wasn't her fault. She was not trained to do black hair, but, if but you also, like it, but also my mom should not have brought me no. to like, because too, if you're going to have a biracial you, child, you need to make more of an effort to either teach them or find out yourself, reach out. Yep. Go somewhere. Right. And I'm sorry. Go she, out of your comfort zone. Take him to a black barber. But this is the thing. Take him to my a black, mom, be- black beauty supply. You met a black man, mom. You were in North Chicago. Yeah. So you were, it was cool to go to North Chicago to get some pootie tang. <laughs> but it wasn't cool to go help your daughter not look like a fucking hoodlum. Right. Okay. And I see where to, the... Like, it's also... It's ignorance in a bit. Not even mm-hmm. maybe realizing. Like, you don't even... Because you don't have to think mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But it's hard because, too, like, I do see where my mom 
was trying because looking at my hometown, if I was running around with box braids, stop. It would, she was trying to make it less hard for me. Yeah. In a society wise. Mm -hmm. And that's like what I do see. Because it's, I would have been the only girl. Like, I was one of four black kids. Right. Like, you're already school. almost the only girl. And I was the so only one that wasn't adopted. Mm -hmm. That oh. was the other thing. All the other, like, black kids in my school were 100% adopted. By white families? By white families. Shit. Who okay. also was the superintendent of my high school. So it wasn't, yeah. Okay. So I was the only one when they would be like, oh, are you adopted? I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, oh, well, all the other ones are. So well, I would, yeah, and it was so confusing for them because they were like, but your dad's white. Or they'd be like, but your mom's white. Same. I'm like, what? Okay, and? So yeah. is yours. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that shit was fucking weird. But yeah, hair care, my mom did, nope. And I remember when I asked her for a wig. Mm -hmm. For the first time. And the only wig place in my hometown was, like, for cancer patients. Only? That's only. their only demographic? Like, really? Yeah. Was, like, cancer patients. So they're like, and, why are you coming in here? Yeah. <laughs> they were, like, confused as fuck. And they tried. They tried. They did. Yeah. But my wife is literally doing something. And she just fucking died. I she hope she's it. okay. Once I get sound paneling in here. We're redoing the studio, but, like, yeah, it's super echoey right now. But, yeah, so the only wig store was, like, literally for cancer patients. And my mom, like, we like we were broke. She didn't yeah. have money to spend $100 on fucking a on wig, a wig. Yeah. or fucking $500 on weave. When there's nothing wrong with your hair, you just need to learn how to... You need a wig. You just need yep. to learn how to... And it was, like, and it. we didn't have internet. So it's not like I could hop on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Like... So it was hard, like, up, it wasn't until, like, the end of high school, I begged my grandma to pay for a weave. Mm. I was like, please, please, and I fell in love. Mm -hmm. Oh, I fell in love with weave, because yeah. I could wake up and go. Yes, that's why I liked it was having my so hair straight, easy. too. It's yeah. long. And I wasn't yeah. doing heat damage. Mm -hmm. That was the other thing. I was like, I love weave, and I used to stretch my weave, ooh, because I lived in a white town. I yeah. wasn't fucking driving back and forth to get yeah. it re-put in. So I would stretch my weave for like four months. Yeah, they're like one to four weeks. I'm like, or like two to two to eight weeks. I'm yeah. like, I'm four months, <laughs> four eight twelve twelve weeks. Had that shit yeah. in my hair. Yeah, but I learned how to keep that shit pressed. Right. But the problem was like I would have my leave out, so the mm -hmm. rest of my hair had this beautiful curl pattern, and then like this like right where you would like part your hair down the yeah. middle, <laughs> just was like flat. Put a beanie on that mug. Yup. Period. Oh, so how was like skincare and all of that stuff for you then? Skincare, it was always after you shower, after you shower, put your lotion on. You need to put your lotion on after every shower. Don't be ashy. See, that's crazy. We've never had that conversation. Like, yeah. I didn't know what ashy was. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just dry. I see. Yeah. Just dry. No. No, I never knew what ashy was. No, it was always go put some lotion on. Like it kind of just, just conditioned me, so when I was already with my dad, I kind of just knew to do that's it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, if someone told me that you're ashy, I'd be like, I don't have a fireplace. <laughs> like, what? Like, I'd be so confused. <laughs> um, okay, I want to talk about mental health. Okay. Because how was, because a lot of my black friends say that mental health doesn't exist in the black community. 
And did you ever feel like that with your mom? Like, was she kind of open to talk about like depression, anxiety, things like that? Like my mom was a nurse, so she was overly the mood. She was like, are you depressed? Can I diagnose you? Like yeah. my mom was over here like fucking trying to diagnose me when I wasn't upset. Yeah. So she was all ready for me to get therapy. I feel like I definitely know what you're talking about with the black community and how they deal with mental illness. I never felt that way for my mom. My mom has always been, since I've been little, she has kind of engraved in me. Like, you can talk to me about anything. I want you to come to me. I'm not going to be mad at you if you just tell me. Um, So, yeah, I've always felt cool talking to my mom about anything. My dad is very much I feel like I, I could if I did but he just I don't think got that as a, neither of my parents got that as a kid so I think mm-hmm. it was harder for him to go deeper about feelings so I it was very surface level with my dad um so my mom was pretty much like the one I talked to about things gotcha. yeah but she always made it you know but known. she was open to it wasn't ever like what are you upset about or anything like exactly that. that's yeah. nice See, I like that. Shout out to Kaja's mom. We love Kaja's mom. She's the best. She a baddie. She a baddie. Okay, now societal culture. Basically, teach me how to black. And this was something like I did not know black movies, black like there's so many like black cultural things. Like someone will be like, oh, that's so and so, and she's been in this, or she's been in this, or like. Name all the people and girlfriends. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is girlfriends? Yeah. Like, I did not know girlfriends was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you asked me want to name one character in Empire, I couldn't do it. Oh, I couldn't do that either. If you asked me to name one of the 50 Jackson, Cent's in it, isn't he? I, I don't know. I've never seen a single episode. Maybe he's in something else. Like, I just watched How to Get Away with Murder, like, this year, and I never finished it. I've never seen that. Like... Okay, so I have wrote down some of the ones that I have seen. Okay. So we're going to go through them, and I want to know if you've ever watched them. Okay. Okay, for black movies, Roots. Yes. Never seen it. I've read, and I've read, like, Wait, the it's first a book? chapter. It was a book first. What the, see, this is shit I don't even know. Yeah. It's a big-ass book. I and heard it's a long-ass movie. fifth grade me was at Barnes & Noble with my white family, and I was like, I'm going to buy this book, and I'm going to be in touch with my roots and my culture, and I'm going to learn about it. And what I was got through. Like? I was in fifth grade trying to read Roots. I, I swear to God, this thick. Damn. I like think I read Bible. like the first like chapter, maybe first few chapters, and then fifth grade brain was just I can't. This it was too too much for fifth grade brain. It's heavy. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Did you finish the movie? I think I am. Yes. Because they made a second one. There's Roots too. Is that new? No. Well, I think I've only seen the first one. I've never seen any of them. They did like a three-part series Jesus on one of the channels. Fuck. Yeah. So, yes, I've seen Roots. All right, I've never seen Roots. Okay, the white version of Roots that I felt was very equivalent was Titanic. They're both old movies. That's what it was, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They were both old. I don't know if I'd say equivalent. Maybe in time? Yeah, like time frame. Okay. Old. They were both Subject old. matter, no. No, subject matter, definitely fucking not. Okay. Um, But like time frame. Because I've seen Titanic. Yeah, I've seen Titanic. I feel like Titanic is... I feel like it's a go-to white movie. When I looked up white people movies, Titanic was the first one that popped up. Okay, yeah. I feel like black people fuck with the Titanic. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, maybe not heavy, but... (laughs) Yeah, not heavy. I don't know. I feel like white people love Titanic. 
Yeah, maybe. Like, I feel like if there was a reenactment simulation of Titanic, white people would be the first ones to sign up. Yeah, okay, maybe. They'd be like, oh my gosh, I even, I know that it's going to sink and I still want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) But maybe this one will end different. They didn't, they knew that that shit wasn't going to make it before it left. Anyway, that's a different conspiracy. We don't have time for that. Because people were saying the same shit about that nine months cruise, nine month cruise. So, I follow some of those people. Yeah. I'm, okay. Anyway, what's next? Okay, Boys in the Hood. Have yes, I've seen, okay. seen Boys in the Hood. When did you first watch it? I don't know. I feel like I was young. Okay, see, I didn't watch that until like 2019, 2018. Yeah, I feel like I was young because I feel That's like if you crazy. asked me like full plot, I don't think I could give it to you. Oh my gosh, I love Boys in the Hood now though. But I used to watch shit that I wasn't supposed to be. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I did not see Boys in the Hood until I dated a heroin addict actually. Oh, wow. And he was white. Crazier. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so my equivalent to Boys in the Hood for white movies was We Are Marshall. Have you seen that? Never seen that. Really? Okay, so We Are Marshall is basically a movie. It's a sports movie. And football? Yep, it's a football movie. It's kind I've of equivalent to, like, Remember the Titans. It's That's also one I've never seen. Okay. But See, I know, I've heard of it. Yep, these are all football movies that kind of deal with race and things like that. So I would say it's very equivalent to that. Oh, so you can have some white movies to yeah, okay. watch. Okay, Baby Boy. I've never seen Baby Boy because I wasn't allowed to. Really? My dad had it on DVD and he told me I couldn't watch it. Damn. Okay, we're yeah. going to have to watch Baby Boy one I'm time. Fine. See, I didn't watch <coughs> Baby Boy until, same, until like 2018 when I dared, dated the heroin addict. And okay. he was a Jody. Same one? Yes, yeah, same. Okay. Damn. Yeah. He was a little cultured, maybe. Oh, we're not. No. <laughs> no. I'm just joking. I was like, when I realized that I was, like, he dated me to be like, I didn't, I'm dating a black girl. And oh. I'm like, bitch, I am of the suburbs. <laughs> so he showed you black movies. Yep. But and like, I, I had that in quotes, by the way. <laughs> quotes. <laughs> um. Okay, so baby boy, I had Juno. Juno was a white... <gasps> I love Juno. So do I. I watch Juno religiously. My parents got so pissed off. When I finally got a little iPod that had a screen, Juno was like the first movie that I downloaded. Also, shout out Elliot Page. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is him now. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Shout out. Mm -hmm. He's point. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) That was the whitest I shit. To put a baby in the penny saver? That's a crazy sentence. That's some white ass shit, yo. Yeah. Be That's like, such a good movie, though. Like, really think about it. Like, I'm gonna put an ad for a baby in the penny saver. That's also some high school ass thinking, too, though. He was a grown ass man. Oh. They were a grown ass couple. Huh? Remember? Okay, because remember the ad was in the penny saver. And she was looking through the penny saver. So you had the, pretty, the person that put the ad in the penny saver. Oh. So there was a grown-ass white man who was like, yeah, it's a great idea to put an ad for a fucking child in the penny saver. Okay, you're right. Yeah. That is the most cacos, like, Caucasian <laughs> thing I've, The cacosity. <laughs> the cacosity. I, I can't. I fucking can't. Okay, Belly for black movies. Have you seen Belly? I've never seen Belly. Okay, I've never, I've seen parts of Belly, but then it kept Who's skipping. Belly? Okay, so Belly is basically like a drug movie but it's like supposed to be like super popular in like black culture um cardi b talks about it in one of her raps i've never seen belly oh no i the cover is familiar but i've never watched it i know what you're talking about 
Okay. Never seen it. Never seen it, though. Okay. I said the equivalent to Belly was Pretty Woman for white movies. I haven't seen Pretty Woman either. Really? Oh, my no. goodness. I think it's because I used to work in a strip club. Is she? Oh, maybe I have seen Pretty Woman. It's where she's, like, a prostitute. And he, they fall in love. Yeah, they maybe fall I've in seen love. Pretty that Woman. should give me hope. I think I've seen But that that's some white people shit. That you can be a prostitute and still find love? To a billionaire? Because they wouldn't have made that with black characters. No. At that time. No. They weren't doing that shit. No. no that's some that's some white people shit. Okay. The Wiz. The Wiz. The Wiz. I've never seen The Wiz. Okay. So The Wiz, if you don't know, you should know. The Wiz is the black version of The Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Yes. I did not know that this was even a fucking thing until my wife showed me no. this this year. I know I know what that is. I've never watched it though. Have I, you seen I own it so we can watch it. The the Wizard of Oz with the Muppets with the Shanti? What? Muppet of <laughs> Muppet Wizard of Oz, but I don't like Muppets. I think that's probably <coughs> why. I just I'm not a Muppets fan, man. Growing up, I loved the Muppets. Really? But Ashanti, I was never a Muppets girly. Ashanti was Dorothy. Oh, okay. And the other she's seen Ashanti. Like I know who this is. I have no idea who Ashanti. You don't is. know who Ashanti is, Nikki? <gasps> See, I was raised by white parents, and these are the things that I do not know. You don't know Ashanti? You you don't know her? She's with Nelly now. Come on. What? Girl, I'm going to be so honest. This is probably going to get me canceled. She looks like... I probably shouldn't say this. What if I meet her? It's fine. She looks like any Instagram bitch singer. I've seen on. What does like, she sing? Like, 90s. Um, you know Ashanti. Don't play too much, because... Okay, yes. Yep. No, yes. Thank yes. you. Okay. Yes. Anyway, she was Dorothy. Okay. And I loved that movie. I loved Ashanti. Okay, sorry, keep There's going. someone that's gonna be like, you know who is shut. <laughs> They're gonna be like yelling at me through their freaking speaker. Like, please. Oh. Okay, so then The Wiz and then The Wizard of Oz is the white version. And you wanna know something that's crazy? I never knew that there was a black version of The Wizard of Oz. I knew there was. I never watched it. There's also crazy a because... black version of Greece. Of what? Greece. Oh. There's a black version of Greece. I was gonna say Greece is ultimate white movie probably but yes. um it's crazy because the wizard of oz the original one was my favorite movie growing up i watched mm. that movie over and over and over again when we I was should little. watch the wiz no i'm down okay perfect we'll have a day we should watch all those we should watch belly the wiz and i haven't seen baby boy so we can watch that too oh my goodness movie day we're gonna do a bi oh well me and cage are gonna set up a biracial baddie movie list for y'all oh okay so it'll be all the perfect black I'm curious. movies I and white what, movies. I want to know what else is on the list because I have some too. Okay. The last one that I have for black movies is for colored girls. I have. That movie's heavy. Okay. So let's fucking talk about it. I'm going to have to do start this again. But let's fucking talk about it because I didn't finish it. I had a fucking traumatic breakdown. During it? Watching it. Yeah. When they throw the girls out the window. Ooh. I couldn't. After that, I had I literally had like a fucking panic attack yeah. and started freaking the fuck out. And I that's was like, near the end too, I think. And yes, that's what Mandy said. She's like, you should have just kept watching. <laughs> it gets so much better. I was like, no. And my thing is like, I don't think that should have been shown in theaters. I don't think that movie should have been made. I think it's fucked up. I think that I understand why, but I'm like, that is so heavy. Mm -hmm. That that the fact that that movie had to be made. It should have had to be made. Like, it should not have had to be made to show that that is real, that that fucking happens. 
But it does. I know. And, like, and that's so fucking I, sad where I'm like... I'm going to argue with you on that. As a, a former film major, I'm going to argue that I think, I think things like that should be shown in film. I think... You know, obviously, not everyone has... If you haven't seen it, go watch it for yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil is a good it for movie. you. It is very heavy. It is. It is extremely heavy. I'm going to let you all know. Like, mm-hmm. disclaimer, like, trigger warning. Definitely, like, watch it with somebody. But I think film should... And that's why I get so pissed off that so many movies are remade. I know you're a Marvel fan, but I am I sick and tired of, like, all the Marvel movies. I'm sick and tired. Like, why do we have another Willy Wonka movie coming out? Why no, do we like, have all well, of that's these lack Batmans? Of, that's lack of creativity. Lack exactly. of creativity. Exactly. Like, make something new. And even if it is heavy, I think film should make you feel those things. It should make you think about things that you don't normally think about. Mm-hmm. It should expose you to things that are real life for certain people that you've never even been able to think about so I see I get what you're saying it is heavy and it's hard to watch but because it is a reality for a lot of people more people should see it should know about it should be aware of it conscious of it I'm here for it and I'm glad you said that because we are going to go into the white movie that is very heavy as well and I wonder if you've seen it because if you don't know Kasia went to school for film and I actually took a couple of different film studies classes when I was in college, when I did go. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wanted to be a film critic. Mm. That was what I wanted to be so bad. I had such a love for movies. I had such a love for cinematography. I still do. Um, so I wanted to be a film critic so fucking That's bad. cool. That was like my number one goal. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would love to just sit in a movie and critique mm-hmm. someone's movie. Like I do going, that now. Like, going to Sundance? Yes. That was Let's such go. a dream for me. Let's go sometime. Oh, my gosh. We should go to the film festival. Bye, Rachel Batty, baby. Okay. So, I need to take a quick water break, so I'm going to pause this really quick. Okay. We took a little bit of a water break, but we are back. So, the next movie that I want to talk about, because we just went over for Color Girls, mm-hmm is philadelphia with tom hanks have I, you seen this? I love tom hanks and i have not seen that movie. okay this movie is intense and the reason why i feel like not a lot of people know about this movie is because tom <clears throat> hanks plays a character with aids and is basically he is working as a white man in a business office and he is a gay man but nobody in the office knows and he contracts aids I've never seen or he's it's either he's gay or he's not gay or somehow he gets <coughs> HIV and it contracts to AIDS and they fire him and he takes it to court and it's the entire court case. Is it based um, on a true story? It's, it's a lot. Like, I don't want to say it's based on a true on story, but true. A lot of true yeah, stories. True yes. A lot of events, people yeah. during the nineties actually got fired for AIDS. Oh, and yeah. It was a really big thing. And it was a real, it was basically yeah. leprosy. hundred percent. A lot of people say it's like, current day leprosy but i think those are two movies like you said those movies that need to be made mm-hmm. for people that they don't ever see that lifestyle mm-hmm. or that culture mm-hmm. philadelphia is definitely one of those movies and i if you're into film i watched it in film studies i 1000 percent. no i'll watch it because i love tom hanks it. i fuck with forrest gump mm. that was my shit jenny <laughs> Fuck Jenny. That's a white people movie. Because how the fuck did this man get custody of this child and he was half retarded? <laughs> At the end of the movie. And how the fuck is he just, are we just gonna let him take over and Jenny's like, I can't be with you, Forrest, because I want to go be a hoe for the army. 
and a hoe for this rock star. And once I have HIV, then I'm gonna come love you, Forrest. Oh, and I have a child. No, yeah. But I mean, it was her kid. It was his kid. It was his kid. I know, I just... Forrest got screwed. I'm gonna tell him right now. And Jenny took 1,000% advantage of this man. Took advantage of him. I would agree, but I think no. him having a son is way... Because, I mean, he didn't have the best childhood. His mom did what he could, what she could, but he saw shit he didn't need to be seen <clears throat> and whatever. Now he has a son and he can make the child for his son that he didn't have. That's the way I see it. And I love She's that so nice. She's looking for the best meeting. I and am, I'm like, no, fuck Jenny. And because at the end of the day, he still, like, I feel like he loved her unconditionally. She, he did, and that's why I'm so mad. Right. I'm like, you. And you I think know. it's easy for us to see it like that, but I think because he loved her unconditionally, I it's, don't think it's he the saw problem it. with omniscient mm -hmm. from the viewer. It's because exactly. we know too much. Yep. I just want what's best for my characters. I, I, I get too attached to my movie characters yeah. and my TV show characters. I love that movie, though. That's, like, the worst. Like, when I'm really attached to someone, I just will stop watching the series. Because <laughs> when, the, when the season dies, they die. Okay, wait. I have I have some movies. I'm going to have to look them up because I want to make sure I have the titles right. I want to know if you've seen them. Well, obviously, I feel like the main one is Friday. Any of the oh, Fridays. yes, but I didn't. Again, the heroin addict is the one who showed me those. <laughs> he said, I have a black girlfriend, I'm gonna show her all the movies that I know. <laughs> have you Dead seen ass. The Wood? No, I just watched Get Out this year, too. So it's basically like oh, a guy, we are all fine as fuck on the as cover. Buck. Um, so the main guy, he's getting married. His groomsmen are with him, but they can't find him. Like, he goes missing on his wedding day. Because I think the night before their bachelor party, they got drunk. I think I could be getting that wrong. <coughs> but they can't find him the day of the wedding. Or that or he's having, like, cold feet, kind of whatever. So I think it, it goes through, like, their childhood. They're, like, reminiscing. And then, yeah, whatever. But it's a really good movie. Love the Wood. Not, you haven't seen it? Okay, we'll have to watch that. Um... Tell me we have to make a list. Maybe that's the only one I have. I feel like now that I'm on the spot, I can't think of any. I'm so sad. Okay. I'm so sad I have to cut this short only because my iPad's dying. This is so sad. Oh, that's okay. Did we touch everything? The only thing we didn't talk about was food. We can talk about that real quick. We could rapid fire through food. So I never had soul food. I did not have soul food until I met my ex-fiance, not the heroin addict. Mm -hmm. My first black fiance, only black well only boy black fiance um and his mom was from jamaica mm. so i had like jerk chicken collard greens for the first time and that was like in 2020 um but yeah like we talked about it was casserole and shake and bake right but don't get me wrong my mom could season the fuck out of some food i'll be honest like i know how to season from my mom okay and my dad could whoop it on the grill well that's really all that matters as long as it's seasoned that's really all that you can ask for you know, mm -hmm. but, but I have been over to some people's house where it is only salt and pepper. Like yes. I'm gonna let y'all know that it's freaking real. Yes. Um, 100%. Growing up with dad, he did what he could. It was always okay. Mom mm. loved living with mom, loved holidays with mom. That That's your preferred holiday house? Yes. 100%. <clears throat> because it never misses. And 
I mean, my mom's not like Southern, so we never had like like Southern soul food. I mean, obviously we grew up with like greens and you said you never had baked mac and cheese. Yo, that was the thing. I never had baked mac and cheese. I did right. not know that you could bake mac and cheese. The first time I saw someone put a raw egg in mac and cheese, I was, what? What? And they were like, yeah, don't cook the noodles all the way. I'm like, what? Huh? <clears throat> yeah. They're, you need to make a cheese sauce. I mean, you mean a packet? <laughs> I was so fucking confused. And now you're baking it? What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a few a few times she would do like fried catfish or like seafood boils, but no, never. For the most part, you know, it was like spaghetti and spaghetti was a staple in my house. Yeah, I feel like spaghetti staple. But seafood boil, never. We did that for her, I think Christmas one year. We did a seafood boil. Yeah, because we didn't want like Christmas food. Yeah, no, never. But yeah, wow, that's crazy. No, mine was um. I had casserole, potato salad, tilapia. You said catfish. I had tilapia. She did tilapia. Tilapia. It was so always gross. lemon pepper tilapia. Oh, see, my mom's is so good. Lemon pepper was never a thing in my house either. I didn't know lemon pepper was a seasoning. Damn, girl. <clears throat> I had Mrs. Dash. You ever use Mrs. Dash? I've, I've, I've seen Mrs. Dash. I think she I she said, Dash. I've seen it. I, I said, you I, ever used no. it? She's like, I've seen it. I think I have the Mrs. Dash lemon pepper in my cabinet right she now. She said the lemon pepper. I've used the garlic herb. That was lemon pepper. Or not lemon pepper. Nope. Garlic herb. Lori's? What? Lori's? No. Like the season salt? No, Lori's? Lowry's? It, the one that we used to get just a season salt. Hmm. Okay. It had a red top, though. That's the Lowry's. Maybe. I could be saying it wrong. Lowry's. Lowry's. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, mayo. White people love mayo. Mayo oh. was always in the fucking house. No. My mom had an obsession with it mayo. It was Miracle Whip for us. Uh, see, I like Miracle Whip. I'm yeah. not going to lie. My I, mom never bought it. It's zingy. It's zesty. It's, yep. Yeah. It's zingy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, <laughs> And then I listened to a lot of country and a lot of like classic rock. Mm-mm. But, I mean, my dad listened to rap, too. So, I got... No. Rap my mom from, did listen to rap. I got rap from my dad and, like, R&B and, like, hip-hop from my mom. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was, like, Kid Rock. Ooh. Yep. My dad listened to a lot of Kid Rock. A lot of Nickelback. Like, I got made fun of for liking Nickelback so heavy. <laughs> I still get made fun of for liking Nickelback. I only listened to country music when I was visiting my grandparents on my dad's side. Because my grandma loves country. See, I love me like some Luke Bryan. Like some Florida Georgia Line. Mm, I was listening to that this morning. I fucked with them a little bit in high school. Like some Morgan Wallen. Oh, Isn't he racist? You know what? That, see, that'd be the problem. They make such good music, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, whiskey <laughs> could not glasses, be racist. I don't know. Whiskey glasses. Oh, my God. That is such a sad song. The song that I fuck with in um, Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. Ooh, Tennessee Whiskey. Now, that song. Did you hear T-Pain do the cover? I did. It was good. Yo, I love T-Pain. Yeah. Crushed it. I'm gonna have to send you my boy, Connie. He did um, Mile High Whiskey. Ooh. A Colorado version. Okay. Yo, it was slapping. Shout out Connie. He's a spiritual baddie. He tapped it. Okay. That's our episode. That is what it was like for me and Kaja. That is our perspectives of mothers of different colors. So I was kind of, I think I think we definitely had some different perspectives. Yeah, yeah 100%. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, both of our moms did the best they could. 100%. They would protect us mm-hmm. in any kind of situation. So bottom line, that's the same. 
just a little different shout lifestyle out, differences. Shout out to the moms that are raising biracial daddies. Yes. Because you're doing the best you fucking can. Mm-hmm. Oof, I know it's hard. Yeah. Because I cannot imagine, especially in the 90s. Because that'd be different. It'd be a, such a different time now than it was back then. Like, yeah. so much should be, like, you can Amazon fucking wigs. Right. You can Amazon weave at right. this point. Like, that was not a thing back then. Nope. Like, if you didn't have a beauty beauty supply store, oh, good luck. If you didn't know somebody, good luck. Like, really. Yeah. So, shout out to the moms that are doing their best. Go yeah. moms. Go moms. Go moms. Okay, guys. This is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Make sure that you check out the show notes to make sure you follow me on all social media platforms and on YouTube. To make sure you go ahead and follow Kaja on all of her social media as well. All of her information will be in the description box below. Make sure you go ahead and give us five stars if you're listening to us here on Spotify or Apple. Anything less, we rebuke that so you can keep that shit over there. Um, And make sure you go outside. Make sure you get some nature. And make sure you stay motherfucking unfiltered. I love you guys. And I will see you next Tuesday. We're going to go watch Saltburn. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye.